What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Queer Collective Podcast. My name is Carbon. And I'm Emily. And welcome to the show. Yay! <laughs> what are we talking about today? Um, first of all, I'd like to address the elephant in the room. We gotta find new sign that says Queer Collective. Thank you to <laughs> Rhiannon, our mentor in Conscious Economics. Thank yeah. you so much. She got us a beautiful sign as a gift. So I'm super excited about it. I love it. I know. Me too. <laughs> I'm so excited. Look at that. It's Look so official. Yes. For those just listening, it's just like a cool neon sign that just says Queer Collective. And I love it. And we're really excited about it. <laughs> yeah. If you want, you can just go look at it on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today is going to be a story time. This past weekend, we went to Toronto Island. The islands. And we were on a bit of a trip. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, if you know, you know. And, <laughs> and we definitely have some funny story times, as we always do anytime we venture out into the world. Something ridiculous always happens. Always. It never doesn't. Yeah. But you know what? It's like... It keeps it fun. It keeps it fresh. Totally. And it keeps it interesting. It's never boring yeah. when we, you know, release our wi wildest inner child. So. Yeah. And it gives us something to talk about, which I love. So I kind of want to like pretext this, I guess, with our mindset going into the summer, like especially yeah. mine, I'll say. Um, like I said last week, I have just graduated. Yeehaw. <laughs> it's so exciting. Um, but before that, I was obviously doing school full time. I was working part time and we were trying to run Queer Collective. And basically, like, obviously, that's a recipe for a burnout. Duh. You know, obviously, you get burnt <laughs> out. You're doing way too many things at once. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of always been my baseline. I think that. The reason I do that is just like, I don't know, reflecting the reason that I do that is I think it's me trying to avoid addressing my emotions and addressing like just silent time in my head. Mm. Like that's always been something that's really challenging for me. And it's like something that's like sort of effed up my mental health and just like my, my way of coping, which yeah. obviously isn't sustainable or healthy, has been to just keep myself extremely, extremely busy. Yeah. And... I realize, though, that I really value fun and relaxation, and that's what I want to prioritize. And that's, I guess, like my New Year's, not my New Year's, my like resolution. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I totally get that. And just from like an out, you know, an outsider perspective or third party perspective. Yeah, mm -hmm. she's literally you are always just keeping yourself busy with work, work and more work. And if mm -hmm. there's the work is done then you come up with more work yeah and if you're not working you're distracting yourself like you're on your phone like yeah. the whole time while you're quote-unquote resting yeah which is not really resting so no. you're always just your brain's on yeah i'm always just distracting time. myself yeah yeah which is something i definitely need to work on um I think I just like wasn't happy this year being in school. Like I wasn't happy with the program I was in anymore. I was like in a business school and decided I didn't want to be there anymore. So just my relaxation time, like I got very addicted to my phone because it was just like avoiding. Yeah, you know, definitely. But yeah. Anywho, um, we recently went to an astrology reading with 
Sheena. Who, shout out Sheena. Shout out to Sheena. It was excellent. If you are interested in doing it, you should definitely go book one with her. I would recommend. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll like put her at here so you know where to go find her. Um, it was really, really great. And we'll probably do an episode like more in depth about it next week. But, but let us know if you even want an astrology reading episode because mm-hmm. we have a lot that we learned during that reading yeah like so much cool information and it was like eerily accurate i would yeah, say it was, it really was cool. so strangely accurate like yeah. i went in i didn't like tell her anything about myself yet she was telling me about myself yeah based on her findings and I, I don't really know how she does it i can't really speak to it but it was so strangely and eerily accurate and i highly recommend everybody do this because it's so cool mm-hmm. to see like literally your past present and future kind of written in like the universe you know it's it was cool it's super cool she basically told me that in order to kind of like reach my highest self which like she called my like north pole which is like the person that you're meant to be Mm -hmm. um i need to start like tapping tapping into my inner child and like really listening to myself like she told me that like i do have all the answers like within me but Mm -hmm. if i kind of revert to old habits and i don't know just distracting myself then i'm not really going to reach that and it kind of just like reaffirmed what i was already thinking and it reminded me to sort of like check in with myself yeah and then for and this goes i feel like for anyone who's Mm -hmm. just constantly distracting themselves or constantly overworking themselves etc like it's never something that helps you reflect um obviously like you know working hard is honorable and you need to do it um in order to get to where you want to go but it's not all that you need to do i think a lot of people have this like misconception of like well if i want to succeed i need to always grind work hard go Mm. forward never look back unless it's to see how far you've come and you know just like keep on that grind like wake up at 5 a.m do your work at whatever and yes that's like good in some cases but also when do you take a break and you know this like from my perspective yeah that's gonna get you there that's gonna get you to your goal but i think the biggest problem that i've had in the past and that a lot of people have is like once you get to that goal are you gonna be happy and that's and how what long are you gonna be happy i for? wanted to touch on that actually yeah. as you mentioned it because a lot of people think that once you reach that goal you will be happy but i have I know just speaking from experience, I have done what you do mm-hmm. and, you know, hopefully won't continue to do. But yeah. where I just like just always work myself down to the bone and to in order to get to a certain goal. And then I reach that goal. But then I'm not even happy. I can't yeah. celebrate it. I can't appreciate it. I can't like, you know, feel happy for myself because when you're in that mindset the next thing as soon as you reach a goal instantly you think okay good uh what's the next one yeah right yeah and and you don't have time to like really be in the moment totally and i think the most interesting thing there is that something really incredible can happen to you you reach that really big goal and you'll have maybe like an hour of like serotonin and real big excitement but if something bad were to happen to you you'll let that impact you for like weeks or months, you Mm -hmm. know, like 
it's really interesting and I think my biggest takeaway and the biggest one of the biggest lessons that I've learned this year is that you really need to learn how to enjoy the journey mm-hmm. and not just work towards a goal like yeah. you're going to waste your life doing that for and sure you really need to prioritize the things that bring you joy and bring you happiness and for me that's going on little trips and just enjoying myself and like tapping into my inner child like true play yeah like brings me happiness we were having (laughs) so much fun at the islands oh my god you guys we spent like the whole day there and the whole day and the thing is too this was like that day was meant to be Mm. we woke up we had like a really nice breakfast that chef amelia cooked thank you very much (laughs) And the day was beautiful. It was super sunny. It was warm. Um, it just felt amazing. And we bought tickets to go to the island. Initially, we were like, maybe we should just go and buy tickets there. And then uh, roommate Meg said like, oh, maybe we should pre-buy it. And we were like, hmm, I guess. Okay. And we did that. And when we got there, we realized that they were actually all sold out of tickets because of COVID-19. The limit size is much smaller. So we were just it just happened to like work out perfectly the fact that we got like some of the last tickets available and we were able to you know go to the island and enjoy our time be at the beach it was just such a fun day we did so much so many activities had so much fun spent time with friends and i really just want to go through the whole day because it was like truly magical there's definitely some funny stories yeah why don't you tell us one okay <laughs> so we get on the island and we're kind of biking around and we went to this part of the beach and it was basically entirely empty yeah. and we go to one little part where there's like some trees and we set up the slack line and a hammock and like set up our whole space and It was just like so beautiful, but (laughs) the funny thing was I realized that like all of our conversations were surrounding around poop. And I'm like, this has never been like a key topic of conversation for us. Why are we talking about this? And I realized that Carbon was the one bringing it up like every two seconds. And it was because you poor thing was real constipated. Listen, I was in a lot of pain. The reason I was bringing it up is because I couldn't stop thinking about it because my stomach hurt so bad, man. It hurts so bad. And then like, and then we got into stories like Meg and Mark were talking about how they swam in in the water like last summer and went up to like one of those like weird platforms that's like in the water. (laughs) And then they sat on it and they like (laughs) with their butts, just their bare booties hanging off of that platform. And they're like, should we just like, should we take dumps here? And then like, it was just them. It, at night in the oh, water absurdity. just like <laughs> and like turds falling i assume <laughs> so gross, it's man. so gross but then i was like i kind of want that right now because <laughs> really i would feel better that. yeah <laughs> and you were like disappearing for lengths at end um and i realized it was you just like going and trying to poop but then <laughs> we went on this walk because we were gonna like set up a fire and i was really excited to learn how to start a fire because yeah. our friend Mark has like super good nature skills and mm. we're planning on going on a big camping trip this summer. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I need to learn some nature skills stat. Fact. So Carve and I, we went on a little walk down the beach to try and find like more Kindle. And 
I was picking things up and I realized like my arms were super full <laughs> and you were holding one effing stick. And I'm like, bro, are you going to start picking some stuff up? And she was standing there like majestically with her one stick and was like, I think um, me and my walking stick need to go find a spot. <laughs> You're like, the, the time is now. The time is now. Man, that time was like a long time coming. And I don't want this whole podcast to be surrounded you around pooping? poop. But since we're here, I did find a spot and it was a nice log and the light was hitting just right. And I, it was like majestic, like a golden hour. Oh, my God. It was golden hour. It totally was. It was picture yeah. perfect. It was just like these beautiful trees, this beautiful land and golden hour hitting just like through the trees shining through. And that was beautiful. And I was like, this is it. This is my time to shine. But in my head, as I was finding the spot and I was as I was finding, uh, you know, um, a leaf, you know, for later afterwards. And I was like looking around the whole time. Mark Andre, our friend was in my head like he was my narrator like but it wasn't just like his regular self it was his most flamboyant <laughs> self was the voice that was in my head narrating my journey i was like oh my god i found a like a log and this is like so good right now and yeah he talks know, like that like 10 percent of the time ten, mm, yeah maybe not even yeah and then like when I found a leaf, I'd be like, oh my God, this is so good. I'm going to grab this. Boom. Mm, this is for my booty. This is for my booty. And yeah, the whole time, like it was just like this flamboyant, awesome experience in my head. It was hilarious when you came back. She came like wandering back down the beach and you were wearing your little like bucket hat i'll put up a photo it's really cute but she was walking over and it was like smile ear to ear and you're still holding your little walking stick <laughs> and you were so happy and you just like described the whole experience it was really funny we should move on from this topic we will definitely move on from poop now i Thank apologize God. everyone so after that um carbon and i decided we'd go on like a little walk but the sun started setting and it was absolutely stunning and we're like okay let's walk down towards the beach and we see all of our pals like walking towards us and yeah. it was such a lovely moment like the horizon was like infinite infinite like, the, the sky, sky was like cotton candy yeah in the sky and like the, the water just like connected and was endless and it was so beautiful so beautiful and we all walked over to are we recording yeah 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 we're okay recording. and we all walked over to like this part of the rocks um like we were on a sandy beach but we decided to go over to these big rocks and all of us were sitting there just staring at the sunset and um I think it was Marc Andre. He like suggested that we all jump in the water, mm, and the water yeah. was freezing cold. Freezing cold water. And <sighs> little me deciding that to I, you decided you were gonna embrace your inner child. Hell yeah! And you were the first to be like, "Oh, jump in the lake." Okay, starts taking off her clothes, gets down to her her bathing suit, and everybody like a few people, not everybody, takes a step in, like yeah. just their feet, and they're like, "Ha!" Oh, cold yeah. and you're just like zoom and you just <laughs> dive right in yeah. into the water fully this thing is like ice cold and you're yeah. just like oh, oh, and then you come out and you're like i feel alive <laughs> i 
feel great. Everybody do it. So then everybody started doing it. Yep. And I went in with everyone. I was like, I'll go again. Yeah. I did it like three times. Yeah. It- so everybody went in. Everybody was like stripping down to like their little boxers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or some people even like they didn't bring swimsuits because we knew the water was cold. So it just was like butt naked. Butt naked. <laughs> yeah. Went in, came out, rebaptized or something. Yes. And it honestly it felt amazing like it was super super cold while in there and you're like oh my god it's cold but then as soon as you get out you're like i feel so good i'm alive right now it felt like a honest to god rebirth for me yeah i felt rebirthed yeah and the reason why i was like so down to do it is because we got like a new colleague at work cassandra every day she jumps in the freezing cold water yeah and it's like part of her routine and she does like yeah. this like special breathing. as like a ri- ritual mm-hmm. have y'all ever heard of the wim hof method it's like this dude who literally he, he's his nickname is the Iceman because he swims in like glacier water That's and he has this like special breathing method that helps him like cope with the cold and everything like that. And it's more than that. It's, I wouldn't do it justice explaining like why it's good for you and stuff like that, because I don't know enough about it, Mm -hmm. but I know that she told us she does that literally every morning, even, even in the winter. That's why. Hello. It's a big no for me. Hello. She literally was like, "Yep, I'm out there on the lake. I bring a pickaxe with me. That's I crazy. dig a hole in the ground and I jump in." And I'm like, yeah. "What? Yeah. Are you like not insane because it's super cool, but like yeah. holy." Yeah. So anyway, she inspired us. Yes, totally. <laughs> I was like, "I need to try this because she talks about it like it's like incredible absolutely incredible like it's like rejuvenating and it it honestly is she wasn't kidding and it's not like we didn't even go like hardcore like she does like in the winter time i'm not about to do it in the winter but it was great in the spring would recommend (laughs) we would recommend in the springtime beautiful for sure yeah um but it was funny the other day at work we had like these morning meetings that are usually at 10 but um our boss like moved it I think to like 9.30 or something. And she was like out at the water and it was kind of cold that day. (laughs) She was out, like you could see through like her little Zoom screen. She was like out in the cold. The wind was blowing in in her hair. She was wearing like a coat, but like underneath you could see the swimsuit there. And I was like, oh, she's for real. It was like her turn to talk and she was like, oh yeah, so I'm just like about to get in the water. (laughs) But here's my update. (laughs) Like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, she was not kidding. Not even a little bit no i respect that though respects mad yeah. respects dude i wish i had that much motivation honestly to like wake up that early in the morning and and just jump in the freezing cold water yeah and like run and like be every yeah. day yeah i don't know how people do it but i saw this video recently which is like describes me and my outlook on running <laughs> but it was like i don't understand how people run in the cold like run in the winter and everything and then he was like yeah. but i also don't understand how people run in the heat in like the super hot weather so he's like i guess my conclusion is i just don't understand how people run i'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah i agree there's probably like a two weeks where i would go on a run maybe right like maybe in the spring slash fall <laughs> yeah which but usually still. lasts like each like, two weeks <laughs> a collective four weeks yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm just not gonna run <laughs> These, Honestly, these I feel thick like ass thunder, thunder thighs, thunder thighs. are not meant for running. Anyway, so the rest of our summer, I'm kind of like 
trying to plan to enjoy my summer as much as possible because I'm glad. I'm so glad. One Sheena told me so. <laughs> and you know, if Sheena says Then you gotta do it. You gotta do. <laughs> Sheena say you do. <laughs> Sheena say relax. I say okay. <laughs> That's it. I relax. <laughs> so we planned this like week long camping trip in yeah. the middle of nowhere yeah it's called like wakami lake eight hours away there's like no cell reception no nothing and there's no cell or very yeah. weak signal i believe yeah and i haven't been camping since i was probably like nine yeah i haven't been camping in like years yeah years and years like yeah. There's nothing left of like whatever camping gear that I had. I think I might have like a 15-year-old sleeping bag. So we're, (laughs) wish us luck, but we're really looking forward to learning skills, like nature skills and actually putting them to practice and like challenging ourselves and seeing, you know, know, if, if we can survive the woods. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah we were realizing while we were building a fire and like out on the beach that a week is a really long time really long time and i'm a bit nervous i'm like wow we're really gonna have to plan things like really thoroughly plan things. because like there's so many like at first i was like oh this is gonna be fine it's gonna be pretty easy breezy lemon squeezy no and then after we were on the island i was like oh we need like skills yeah. like how to make a fire and how to like set up a tent and how to like um keep the bugs away and how to like set up our food so it doesn't <laughs> get like eaten by whatever and things like like for example at the end of the day after spending all day at the island i was like oh i'm so glad to be home in my bed i know and like so glad to be home comfortable taking a hot shower there's no hot shower till we're going because covid i feel like the first couple days are gonna be hard but then we're gonna get into it but i'm excited for the challenge honest to god like i've spent so much of my time in front of a computer screen because of covid like online learning and then obviously majority of our skills are digital like we do video production like video editing you do graphic graphic art it's so so much of it is just in front of a computer screen yeah and i'm so excited to disconnect me too and i'm really really excited to like put to practice the topic of the day which is embracing your inner child and just like allowing yourself to not like stress about these like adult quote-unquote adult responsibilities Mm. and truly just like try to be my fullest childlike self and explore what that is and explore what that means and Mm. like connect to it because you know throughout your life and this has been okay can i get into this topic because i'm gonna start talking about psychedelics uh what i love it yeah um so i have been watching a lot of ted talks i have been reading a lot of research papers i have been following um medical trials that have been happening with psychedelic medicines uh primarily psilocybin which is shrooms Mm. so what I have discovered in my her research is that when you're a kid, there's certain neurological pathways that you use that typically is that, you know, like the curious child mm. that's like, what's this? What's that? And why do we do this? And why do we do that? And what does this yeah. button do? That side of like you as a child. Yeah. As you grow older, 
you, that starts to disappear. And the reason it starts to disappear is because we have certain neurological uh, pathways that we tend to use more and more and more as we grow older, which is the pathways that, for example, promote stress and anxiety mm. and thinking about your future and what you're going to do next and like what's the next tax task for work, et cetera, et cetera. Like those, the more that you use that side of you, the more it gets reinforced yeah. and the less that you use that curious child side yeah. and the more that you lose it over time. This is like a thing that actually just happens to adults over time. Yeah. So what they have found in research with psychedelics, uh, primarily with psilocybin, is that when you go on that kind of a journey, that kind of a trip, the psychedelic mm. trip, that starts to open up the neurological pathways that allow you to tap into your inner child. And the brain starts to form automatically, like the mm. brain knows what to do. It starts to form new pathways and new parts of your brain are now being like activated and you're creating new pathways that allow you to be curious again and allow you allow you to enjoy things in a way that you forgot how to enjoy yeah. and to me that's super super interesting because you know psychedelics currently are illegal yeah right and it really makes you think of like well if the research shows that this you know allows you to be more curious and allows you to explore your inner child and connects you with nature um, when you take it and just makes you feel more appreciative and happier and more alive and it's been proven may, okay maybe i shouldn't say proven because they're still like you know trials. doing trials but it's showing starting to show that it's treating and not only treating, but curing things mm. like depression and anxiety. And, you know, they're using it to treat like ADHD and like PTSD and stuff like that. Mm. And it's legal. And I'm like, mm. man, what if, you know, we know the answers in ourselves and the system has suppressed it? And pushed us to suppress it to the point where we're so lost that we have no idea how to get back to that inner child. I see the, the reason I'm bringing up psychedelics in particular is because like to me, it's super interesting that it brings that back. Yeah. So you never really lost it like it's hidden there. Yeah. But sometimes people can do it and access it through things like meditation and mm. stuff like that. But for those who are maybe like more lost. Mm you know that that kind of a compound really brings that out of you and mm. it just like makes me feel like man this is what we're supposed to do not particularly take psychedelics all the yeah. time but like we're supposed to tap into our inner child 100%. because it makes us happy totally and it keeps us curious and it keeps us motivated and yeah. active and just you know like totally i miss it <laughs> totally yeah and like that ties back into what i was saying earlier about what sheena told me where it's like you have the answers within you but you really need to like tap into your inner child and yes like, it's so so true i feel like the answers it's are there so true. so true and what you're talking about about like these neural pathways it definitely happened to me like when i was in like high school and younger i wasn't taking adhd medication at that point and i was just like wacky af like that was just <laughs> like my personality like 
almost like class clown. You know yeah. what I mean? Because like I just couldn't sit still. So even if I wanted to learn, like I, I couldn't, you know, like I have like really, really severe ADHD and like just never medicated myself. So I'm just all over the place. Right. But once I started taking it, it did change my life for the better, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like it allowed me to start learning, which I didn't even realize that I loved. But I, I do really like learning and I do like being able to channel all this energy that I have towards actually creating something because before I couldn't focus long enough to be able to do that. Yeah. You know, but the negative side effect, I'll say, is I think it did sort of trigger me to start getting into those like kind of adult pathways. And like I right. really lost that part of me that I loved and that I know a lot of my friends loved as well, where it was just like I was goofy and fun and like spontaneous. You yeah. Know? And I think I do like being on my medication. I won't lie. But I think. <laughs> I need to consciously be tapping into that side of myself while I take it. Mm. Yeah. And you know what? Going back to the whole little psychedelic piece, you never know. They might come up with like a new way of treating it through natural medicine, Mm. such as potentially like psilocybin or whatever the case may be. And who knows? Maybe down the road you won't need your, um, you know, pharmaceutical ADHD medication. Mm. Maybe you could treat it naturally in a way that would allow you to tap into that inner child more often and like easier yeah. than by taking your current ADHD medication. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's definitely not something that, you know, it will definitely happen, but it could happen. I feel like that would yeah. be quite interesting. You know, like indigenous people have been, they they have known about this for totally. so long and yeah. they've been doing rituals with like shrooms yeah. for example for since since the dawn of time <laughs> yeah. um for a long long time and it's a ritual it's mm. it's a spiritual guided ritual it's not let's party and get effed up it's like mm. let's heal ourselves yeah so this conversation <laughs> deviated a bit but it all has to do with just accessing your inner child and allowing yourself to explore it yeah and you definitely like you don't need to be on psychedelics to do that no definitely not like again like i said people can reach that through meditation yeah and i hope this kind of this podcast maybe inspires you to tap into your inner explore your inner child man get curious yeah and just have fun because like despite the fact that there's a pandemic there is so much that you can still do and there's so much that's still accessible to us outdoors yeah and that is the perfect place to play so i think that's it for us totally remember to explore your inner child remember to have fun and if you get anything out of what we've talked about today maybe put just this next thing into practice which is to just say yes more often Mm. to fun experiences because i know that especially pre-pandemic i always said no majority of the time like hey you want to go to this party no hey you want to like go out and do this no hey you want to go to the island Eh, i can't i'm working or like i can't uh i should do this i have a busy day or like whatever Mm. start saying yes a little bit more yeah you'd be surprised with what you get out of it and i guarantee you that for majority of those yeses you're gonna be happy you said yes 
I agree. That's a nice takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So that's it for us, everybody. Thank you so much for watching slash listening. Don't forget to subscribe comment and like the video if you're on youtube it really helps out with the youtube algorithm and with all that being said we will see you in the next pod <laughs>